This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we talk about offer sheets because we got one that, uh, you know, douchebag team put out there to another douchebag team. So a lot of douchebaggery happening. We'll talk about some uh, some Olympic qualifying, some women's world uh, championships and the return of Lyle Richardson. We'll talk a lot of stuff with him. It's Face Off Hockey Show. Right about now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. What it be, what it is, what you doing there, kids? Scotty Waz here. It's Face Off Hockey Show. There's Johnny P there. I am. Hap- I am here. What's, what's happening, buddy? We have, it's September now. It is September. The, uh, there's a lot of rain occurring right now in our area. Lots of rain. Chocolate rain? No, sadly. No. Is it? It's well, definitely not November rain. Nope. Mm-mm. Is is the rain king there? It might be raining in Baltimore. Uh, we'll blame it on the rain. Yeah, we can do that. Sing it yourself. Um... Yeah, you got the uh, the remnants of Hurricane Ida. And uh, look at you go now. Idaho? Idaho, Idaho. You're right there, buddy. You got a little, little, little eye rubs there. Yeah. Are you yeah, yeah. Temperature dropped? dropped 20 degrees in uh, about 24 hours with this thing coming through. And Did my body's to... like, yeah. You going For... back to your office anytime soon? <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Be like, listen, I do the same stuff at home that I can do there. I get way more done work, way, way more done work, way more work done at home with like soccer on in the background than I do like at actual work or like listening to music all day long. Yeah, it's one of those deals where it's just like, man, you can be in your own element and have the same kind of output. Yeah, where yeah, else? Yeah. No way. I appreciate it. I'm sure that you have to be in the office, though, like delivering stuff to people and such. Sure do, buddy. Um, you know, I'm just hanging out and having a, having a whale of a time. Currently, my work is existing of helping a lot of finance people find data for the annual audit, which kind of sucks because I'm not in finance. That's a shame. It's a damn shame right there. Oh, well. Let's see. Let's see. What I I don't even think I did anything fun this week. The Black Bears are playing again. This yeah, weekend. we were talking about that when we came on the air. There's a preseason game, and then uh, next weekend they're the first home games, right? Yes, sir. Uh, against New Jersey, and then like four scant days after that, they're in my neck of the woods up in yeah. uh, Minnesota. Nice. Did you get all that taken care of? 
That is taken care of. It is good to go. Nice work. It's good stuff. So yeah, I don't even I don't even think I did anything cool this week that I could like talk about. So mm. there you go. Yeah, worry waste wasteful week. Yeah, there you go. No, what a way to waste a week. No golf either. Look at you. Well, you had a Jersey Shore weekend. Yeah, or... I'm taking off work uh, Friday afternoon. Um, technically, I'm taking off work earlier in the day, and I'm just driving to the golf course and taking a uh, a phone call from 11 to 12 on my phone while I'm in the parking lot. That's not right. But yeah, I decided it was going to be like. I think it's going to be like 77 degrees and sunny on uh, Friday. I was like, I am not going to be working because there's going to be a long weekend and it's too nice to be working. That's right. It is Labyrinth Day happening. Uh, so. So, yes, yeah, so I got that Friday, then maybe Black Bear Saturday. I mean, it's starting back up. It's really happening. Yeah, exactly. So we are ready to go on that one. Uh, for me, it's quite the adventure. Bought more cards. I decided I'm not going to get any more of the Upper Deck Expanded series uh, just because I'm starting to get like doubles and triples of things now. So it's like, ugh, okay. You know, now it's time to be done with it. Uh, but uh, I did find something else. And I didn't know it could happen like this, but here we are. So I go into Shields. It's the one of the local sporting goods store here. Looking for a Steve replacement. Uh, no, not spelled. It's spelled differently. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, so I was looking for a replacement hockey belt to use as a regular everyday belt because you know that's what you do. It'd be like that sometimes. Okay. Uh, so go in there, no none. But we were looking through the apparel section and see, oh, it's you know football stuff coming out, and then I see him like. Those are some uh, some fucking Zubaz right there on a mannequin. I look on a over mannequin. Yeah. yeah, it was on a mannequin on a display. I'm like, Jen, they have Zubaz here on a mannequin. Why the fuck are they teasing me like this? Why are they not um, why are they not able for purchase? And she said, Look to your right, stupid. And a nice <laughs> rack, rack of Zubaz, baby. Oh, uh, oh, shoo! I was like, what? So, like that escalated yeah. quickly. Yeah. Well, it's a dog days of summer here. Like, so, like uh, you're right, stupid. Nice rack. Nice rack. Uh, so a whole big thing of uh, Zubaz there. And you know your boy had to get some. So I got uh, two pairs of Zubaz, and I was loving life. Uh, they also were selling the Extended Series cards, which I did get two Kirill Kaprizov uh, inserts, which is cool. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, like the Zubaz uh, trumps all. I'm like, hell yeah, let's uh, let's freaking go with that. So I just gotta hem them up, and then we're good to go. We are to hem Zubaz. Yeah, so I've realized that I am basically all torso. Okay. because uh, Jen and I, Jen's five three, and we have like about the same. Uh, we take the same pant leg length. So I am realized that as a five eleven individual, uh-huh. uh, that's probably not good, and it probably tells me that I'm all torso. So, uh, yeah, I have to hem up the 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 pant the 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 legs a little bit, and it'll be fine. We'll be good to go. All right, Zubaz awesome. expandable in the waist. Like they go, like the the sizes are like 
Yeah, uh, a large is like a 32 to a 44. I'm like, how the fuck? What? How the fuck are we doing? Hold on, let me see if I can bring up. Well, no wonder the legs are so long. Yeah, like Zubaz sizing. I'm doing this on the non-streaming computer, so I can't really screen share it here. All right, so Zubaz, this, this is from the official Zubaz site, Zubaz.com. Um, so a large, yeah, a large waist size is 29 to 43 <laughs> for a height up to 6'2". Jeez. Uh, extra large is a size 32 to a size 48, or double XL is 32 to a 48. Like, man, that's some fucking range. Wow. Yeah, they are stretchy. Yeah, so, you know. I mean, I appreciate that. That's... I like that a fucking 2X, you can be up to a 6'6 height, have a 32 waist, but you can also be up to 6'6 and have a 48 waist. That's so great. it's really, like, if nothing else, they are very uh, adaptable to your yeah. frame. They're a versatile pair of pants. Versatile pants that I think more and more uh, we are undercutting and underrating as a people. Because Zubaz is comfy as hell. Well, I feel like people just made fun of them because of the way that they looked, but... They uh, they serve a, a function, and they don't look bad. They're not terrible, man. They are not terrible. Uh, but Zubaz is a great, great company. I just got to get another. I got to get my fanny pack out, and I'm a full wrestler at this point. That's oh, nice. Wow. So yeah, God, that's like that's like that's a range. Like I, when I was looking at it in the store, I couldn't remember what the exact was, but I was just like, man, that's a what the fuck. <laughs> how like that doesn't make a bit of sense so. they're like everyday maternity pants right for men and women uh-huh they got zubaz uh zubaz uh, uh yoga pants too <laughs> like aren't most zubaz yoga pants really well like no the, you... like the leggings like the tight oh uh, they're they're tighter zubaz yeah yeah, yeah there's t- there's legging zubaz oh for uh, twenty bones, get all kinds of get get that firm, put that butt out there. Now, how uh, what are the sizing for the tights though? Oh, that's a good question. Let's take a look at the uh, black and gold. Zipper. I mean, they can't go to, from thirty-two to forty-four. That's for sure. Um, now these seem a little bit more. Uh, yeah, waistband top thirty-three for an XL, waistband bottom thirty-five. So yeah, you got yourself a nice. So that's a tight fit there. Yeah, that's a that's a much tighter fit. That's yeah. fine. Sure. So that's go. that's it goes against everything Zubas stands for, but that's fine. Sure, 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 sure. But you know, you gotta adapt to your marketplace, right? Agreed. They got Zubas bikinis. You can Interesting. get. Yeah. Uh, you got that. You get the Zubas uh, uh, snapback of the Minnesota Wild or the old Timberwolves logo. You got that going for you. So yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty of Zubaz to go around. You just gotta know where to find it. Zubaz yeah, socks. Ooh. They're 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 nice little uh, pink and black accoutrement. All it's, right. all, it's all in the clearance section. I'm checking out the clearance section right now. Smart. Yeah. They have like NFL licensed things. So they still I did. Have- uh... I did get some WWE t-shirts for tiny people uh, this past week, too. I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got Harper a uh, a t-shirt that says the girl. Nice. 
on the front. I got uh, Hudson, a uh, bright yellow uh, little stallion T-shirt. It was uh, for uh, uh, Matt Riddle. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I got uh, Diana a T-shirt, uh, Death Child a T-shirt that says "Just Bring It." Nice. <laughs> That's quality. That's quality. Quality uncling. I thought that it was fun. I thought it for me it was great. It's uh, like I just wanted to get I wanted to get the tiny one some uh, Becky Lynch gear. Sure. Why? I mean, why? They all got red hair. Uh, also Zubaz ties. See, a Zubaz tie, I feel, could go with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different colors, just see. You just kick off the color, and you're wearing Zubaz. Hell yeah, man! And everybody knows Zubaz too. Exactly. Like even ironically, they they, they understand what what the makeup is. So, I rock Zubaz. I'm sure you rock Zubaz as a kid. I do not know, actually. I'm sure I did. I don't have any anymore. Might need to get some, though. I totally rocked Zubaz as a kid. I know this because I had, like, five pair. And they had, because they were they were uh, licensed. So I had, like, an Oreo pair, a Redskins pair, uh, I think maybe a Dolphins pair. Just random, random-ass shit. I could probably wear the ones that you had as a kid now. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure if my mom, my mom probably still has them, I hope. And then... We're good to go. But yeah, Zubaz in style, baby. Zubaz, sponsor the show. If anybody out there has a connection. But if we could get our own Zubaz. Be great. Well, they do have a black and red Zubaz already. So then what? You just put like a face off hockey show sticker on like the top. We'll get like some kind of sewing material and sew it on there. Like a like a fanatics kind of gimmick. (laughs) Deep press sew on there. Oh, boy, howdy. I love me some Zubaz. Uh, no injuries to report today. So That's easy enough. Yeah. So we go to our Patreon. Patreon. We go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Uh, the money that you provide to us provides us the ability to put back into the show, whether it be travel, whether it be accommodations, whether it be hookers and blow. The money you give to us goes to the show somehow. Uh, it'd be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contribute, so can you. Uh, it's patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. If you donate enough money, you can help pick a segment. One dollar show, you give you give as little as a dollar. That'll buy you like a, cu- like a fifth of a cup of a Starbucks coffee. You get uh, you give us a dollar, you get the video show. You give us five dollars, you get to help pick a segment. And when we're feeling uh, frisky, we uh, do a little extra show for you. And that's what we do. Face Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. So, Johnny, something fun happened this week. Okay. Something fun for some people. People lost their shit on Saturday. I didn't even know about it until Jen mentioned something like Saturday afternoon. Okay. But uh, we have an offer sheet signing. Oh. As the Carolina Hurricanes... Present it with, and uh, and it was accepted. The offer sheet was it uh, Yaspiri Kotomiemi, I believe it was. Yeah, from the Montreal Canadiens, one year, six million dollars. Uh, 
with a $20 signing bonus because Sebastian Ajo, remember that riff, ladies and gentlemen? So the offer sheet is given. It was signed. So now the Canadians have until Saturday to match it. Uh, if they do not match it and the Hurricanes do get Kothiemi, uh, then it is a first round and third round pick going the other way for Montreal. And if I'm being honest right now, take the picks. Yeah. Take the picks because it's they, they seem like they were moving on from him. They benched him a, a fair amount in the playoffs. Take the equity. Sure, you're losing center, but you can probably find a center in the free agent pool by camp time pretty easy. You're already down Shea Weber, so the season's already going to be a, a throwaway. Take the picks, use it as equity, and then that way you can use that first-round pick and turn it into Jack Eichel. So I think that's probably a good way to go about things. Uh, obviously, people were thrown into a tizzy because of the fact that, oh my God, it was it was it's it's a thing that they did, and they repeated the same kind of talking points Mark Bergevin did. Da 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 da. Um, I don't I don't know if I hate the Hurricanes. I do. Okay. I don't know if I hate them as much as I am annoyed by them. I think the annoyance turn in, in and hatred is a bit borderline. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. I probably don't hate them. Yeah, I'm very annoyed. It's it's like I just uh, think that they're petty children. It's it's the Steve Buscemi of uh, not another team movie. Hello, fellow teens, trying to be hip, a brand trying to be hip, and you know, is what it is. I mean, if you're if we're looking purely from a hockey standpoint, um, not a bad move by the Hurricanes, honestly. A little bit of a steep price. Just overpaying completely Just for a player. Over, overpaying completely for a player for one year at least. <laughs> um, and if they want to qualify him, that's $6 million for the qualifier for however long it takes him to accrue. Uh, I think it's either 27 or 7 years accrued, so that might be like in two seasons. Um, or let him go to the open market and then renegotiate that way. Um, a guy who I think is a project player, he could do well. I mean, there is there is lights of uh, uh, glimmers of hope, but man, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money for a goddamn revenge. <laughs> have you ever uh, have you ever been uh, that spiteful that yeah uh, yeah you, you, you went overboard on something? No. Okay. Uh... <laughs> definitely not to that extent i mean from everything that i was reading they probably have paid 300 percent markup uh to make a point about an offer sheet truth of the matter was that the offer sheet was the best thing that happened for the carolina hurricanes when it came to sebastian Ajo. yeah uh, because they kept him because of it um and I just think it's totally stupid and terrible business uh, to go through this entire process. Um, I could have actually looked the other way and not given a shit until you see the posts about the extra $20 signing bonus and the $15 and that they're the players' numbers. And it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. 
It's I mean, if this is how you, if this is how you like run a business, I think we have bigger problems. And it did come out that it was uh, Thomas Dundon, uh, Tommy D, who uh, from above told Don Waddell, you do this, you do this now. Um, go ahead and uh, we'll sign the racist and then we'll offer sheet the fin. And they did so, that. I think it, I would, uh, me personally, I would love to see it blow up in their face. Oh, sure. Um, that's just me. Right. Yeah, because spiteful things like this, I feel like, should have an equal and opposite reaction. Right, yeah. You want to have a karmatic situation. Right. True story. Man. So, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't. I would not match this. I think that the valuation is much too high. Yeah. I think that it's a player that you were working with anyway. Apparently, at some point, somebody said something to the effect of, like, he's played his last game in Montreal after they benched him. And, I mean, he's still young. Yeah, he's 21 years old. Right? Like, sorry, but if that's your, if that's the way that you're going through life, maybe you... Maybe you make sense going to Carolina because you obviously wouldn't have been able to cut it in Montreal anymore. So it's almost like as if Montreal uh, was done a favor by Carolina. Yeah. 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 So I think. And this is this is just another thing that that Thomas Dundon has done done in a really terrible way uh, throughout his his career as an owner. Tenure, yes. Now, I mean, uh, you're absolutely right in terms of that Cook Niemi. Like it was said that it was like he was done. He was not long for the Canadians, and this turned out to be the greatest thing ever for him because yeah, now they don't they don't have to match and they get a first and a third for him, uh, which you know, low first round pick, whatever. You know, it's equity. Granted, this year they turned into a kid who didn't want to be drafted and became the ridicule of the league, but uh, it's two teams that deserve each other. Uh, considering what the Carolina the Hurricanes have done to alienate their fan bases as well, so it's two teams in a in a hardship who had a bitter bitching match beforehand, and here we are today. But like I said, does leave uh, Montreal with very little to no centers. Um, That's fine. I mean, Jake Evans, Nick Suzuki, uh, Cedric Paquette uh, all can play center, but it's not their natural position. Same with Cole Caulfield, uh, but as I said off the top, this it's there's so many players that are out there that are uh, could be centermans for this Jim Centerman. Um, so Travis Zajac's still out there, Tyler Bozek's still out there, a lot of old guys still out there. Did you see that Pete Peters caught a really big fish? Did he this week? Yeah, I'll see if I can find that. Google kept telling me about it. Nice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of centers out there that they can get. And it'll be fun. Ryan Donato's out there. He's 25 years old. He's a center. Kind of. Josh Dickinson's, Dickinson's out there. A lot of people out there they can sign. So I'm not too... I don't think I'm too concerned in, in terms of them finding a center. We'll talk to Robertson a little later. He is an ardent uh, Montreal Canadiens fan, so we'll get his hot takery on this. Um, and then, yeah, so I think the verdict for me and you, Johnny, and correct me if I'm wrong, as you often do. Um, 
That's fine. It's just stupidity. It's funny how we always, like, a lot of people talk about wanting offer sheets, and then what happens, and it's kind of just like, it's cool for, like, the first two hours, and then afterwards, it's like, oh, okay. Now I gotta wait seven days to see if this is a thing? All right. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the problem, too, is, like, everybody talks about it like it's the greatest thing in the world for six hours, and then everybody forgets about it by the time the team actually has to come back around. And right. say if they want to do it or not. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, hey, uh, we still do this? How did he get here? Wait a minute. So there we go. That's our thoughts on Cot Miami and what happened. Uh, oh, Canada won the Women's World Championship on, uh, what day was that? Was it Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night, last night. After an overtime goal, another one from uh, Marie-Philippe Poulain. Uh, she uh, clinched it in 2014 in Sochi, 2018 in, uh, and uh, where was 2018? Where was that Olympics? Where was the 2018 Olympics? I don't know. Why not? Um, yeah, so she clinched it in the 2018 Olympics, and uh, then she clinched in this one. This one kind of a weird shot. Went off the corner angle of the of the of the pipe, and then next thing you know, uh, there it was in the net, and then bounced right out. Pyeongchang, that's right, North Korea, or South Korea, something Korea. Um, and then, yeah, they had a they literally kept the play going, and then a buzzer uh, the the overhead horn sounded at the uh, at the Windsport uh, Park in Calgary, and then the celebration happened. So what a way to end overtime as the rush is going up and and a dump and chase the horn sounds to end the game. So that was that's a hell of a that's a hell of a way to go about things. Yeah. So there you go, Canada defeats uh, United States. Marylander Lacey Eden had two assists, including an assist in the uh, in the gold medal game. She'll take home a silver. First time on the uh, over 18 women's team, I believe, for her. So a good showing in five games for her. A good start to her international career. Um, Johnny, what you know about Olympic qualifying? Did you did you watch any Olympic qualifying? I did not. You didn't watch There's some it? World Cup qualifying going on there. Is there? Yeah. How about that? Um, let me see if I can find Olympic hockey. Uh, uh, I mean, they got to get ready for it. The Olympics are in five months. Five months, ready to go. Qualification is done. Denmark has qualified. Okay, good. So they got in. That's their first Olympic appearance. Um, China is in because they're hosting it. Latvia is in. And Slovakia and Switzerland are in. I think Switzerland was already in, but Slovakia, Denmark, Latvia, all in for qualifying. Groups have been decided in Group A, Canada, U.S., Germany, China. Um, Group B, The Rock, Czech Republic, Switzerland, Denmark. Group C, Finland, Sweden, Slovakia, Latvia. Jeez. That Group C looks pretty tough. (laughs) Latvia always plays hard in international play. Yeah, they always have that gold, t- that one goaltender who breaks out and just stands on his head for like sixty saves a night, but his team can only muster like a goal. So he has to be absolutely perfect or not, or else he's not at all. 
Oh, yeah. Or they lose. Or they lose. So there is that. So, yes, Slovakia, Latvia, and Denmark went out of their groups in the final Olympic qualification. Uh, and they're ready to go. Slovenia will not play in this one. So Anze Topatar will not play in this Olympics. It's a damn shame. Uh, it appears, it appears, it appears that the NHL is looking at Hamilton. Finally, after all these years, Hamilton for an outdoor game. The Apparently, the Sabres and Maple Leafs are working to play a game at uh, at the former Iverwind Stadium, now known as uh, uh, as Tim Hortons Field. That'd be so good. So, Is it because we talked about Jim Bosilli last week? Could have been. I, I want to say yes, but that's the reason why. Uh, so the capacity is twenty three thousand, but it can expect expand to four hundred or forty thousand. Whoa, four hundred thousand would be amazing. Uh, expand to forty thousand for special. That's like events. the Zubaz of stadiums. Exactly. Now here's the kicker: Hamilton, Leafs, Sabers. The Sabers would be the home team because they would be giving up a home date uh, at Key Bank at Key Bank Center because there is a game already slated for that day in Buffalo. But if it moves to Toronto or if it moves to Hamilton, they will be the home team despite Toronto being only 30 minutes away. Good. Where's the bank arena? Key Bank? You said a key. A key bank. A key bank arena? A key. Here the bank arena. A key. (laughs) Mark with a C. Uh, Is that a strong bad reference? No, Spanish. Spanish, brother. A key means here. A key. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about the Sabres hosting a game in, in Hamilton, Ontario against the Leafs on outdoors. <sighs> Will Jimbo Silly be there? We mentioned him last week, and I think this has came to fruition. I hope he drops the first puck. That'd be so good. <laughs> um, yeah. But instead, he, like, rifles it at somebody. Yeah. Hey, Mark, how do you feel about the offer sheets this week? Oh, man. That was awesome. I mean, it's it's just been the one, right? Mm-hmm. Or have there been more than one? Cause... No, that's the one. But you you have the exact opposite, I think, from what Johnny and I came to the conclusion of. That was okay. It's fine, but it seems petty and dumb. Well, okay. Let's let's get one thing straight here. It's awesome only because nobody expected it, and it it is so petty and dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff that the C, when the CBA was made, I'm sure that offer sheets were put in there as just another way to try and build a team and to think outside of the box. And oh, now it's being fine. used like this. It's fantastic. Yeah, for petty for twenty dollars signing bonuses. What would you guys get <laughs> a twenty dollars signing bonus? A Chick Fil A nugget tray. Oh, is is that twenty bucks? For twenty bucks? You can get, is you it more than that? Where yeah, you find oh, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh. it, it's it's the size of like a Honda uh, of a Geo Metro hubcap, so it's going to be a little bit bigger. Even if you're a red member or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you get, here's what you do: you get the thirty pack. That's seventeen sixty nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, you get that and you're able to get like eight sauces. So you can they they charge extra for sauces now? No, 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 no. You get eight sauces with it. Oh, okay. So your your maximum. So usually with with your regular meal, you can only get three sauces, but if you get that thirty piece meal. Um, you can just flop your dick out with eight sauces and you're good to go. Beautiful. So what are you going to do with the extra, you know, $2 and 31 cents? 
Lotto ticket. Okay. And I don't know. Not a beverage. You're not gonna. You're, you don't need a beverage to house those thirty nuggets. Nah, dude. You can drink the sauce. It's vinaigrette style. Like, it's, not a, <laughs> it's not a thick, creamy sauce. You can just down that shit. You're good to go. Sounds fine. Healthy, right? What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Uh, hey, who has Netflix out of the three of us? I do. I do. I don't. Oh, it's a shame. So there's a new uh, documentary on uh, Netflix. Is it Arsenal All or Nothing? No. Oh, wait, that's Amazon. Yeah, that's Amazon. Close. (laughs) I really want to watch that. Anyway, sorry. What's on Netflix? Why can't you watch it? I can. I I just haven't. I haven't had time to, but I want to. Has it come out yet? Oh, it's not out yet? I don't think it's out yet. Okay. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing television to watch. Because they're terrible this year. So, <laughs> sorry. sorry, John. Uh, I didn't mean for that to be a spit take. Which one would be better, though, the Arsenal or the Maple Leaf seller nothings? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you really got him. <laughs> this is how Johnny goes. He goes out the way he came in, choking to death. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Netflix. So yeah, Netflix. First off, the answer I think is the Leafs, perhaps. Although the Leafs is just preseason and kind of reminiscing about what happened wrong. But on the uh, on the Netflix, there's a thing called Untold Crime and Penalties. Okay. Story of the Danbury Trashers. Do you remember that team? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Johnny, you remember that team? Yes, I do. So the uh, Trinetic, the Connecticut trash hauling tycoon, who was tied to the Genovese crime family, and had a 17-year-old owner. Um, apparently, this is fantastic. This is a documentary that is, I have not watched it yet. Uh, it dropped yesterday, I think, the 31st of August, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. So it tells a story about the uh, the uh, Danbury Trashers. The, how they spent $500,000 over the UHL salary cap, how they just paid players to get into fights. They paid them under the table. Uh, a lot of shady stuff going on. Uh, so, yeah, it was. it seems like a thriller in Manila when this whole thing uh, comes to be. I, I always enjoy the expose documentaries like this. Yeah. Uh, really, no matter what it's about, unless... It's about sex, tra- child sex trafficking, and you're ad- advertising for it every 20 oh, minutes, God. like yeah. Peacock did yesterday during the deadline day bonanza, or I guess Monday. Was it Monday or yesterday? It was yesterday. Yesterday. Peacock. Nobody wants to watch that. Stop. Just stop. Okay. So, so they say this is Slapshot Cross with the Sopranos. <laughs> but it's but it's nonfiction, right? It's 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 a documentary, saying, isn't it? Yeah, are you it, saying that the Sopranos was fiction? No, I'm saying that both of the things that they just compared themselves to are fictional shows. So you say. So you say, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so yeah, so they they follow the story of uh, James Galante, Jimmy Galani, uh, and how he bought his son, seventeen uh, year old AJ Galani, 
a uh, hockey team because he wanted one. So James, I think I saw this movie. One. Did you? Except it was a baseball team the first no, time I saw he, it. No, they didn't buy him for the kid. The grandfather died and willed him the team. Yeah. Oh, true. just a slight uh, yeah. difference. And the horse's name is Friday. Dang. <laughs> Uh, so what happened is they ran this team and then they uh, they started wiretapping around the arena. Mm. Oh, so it's a cross between The Sopranos, The Wire, and whatever yeah. the other show they mentioned was. Not enough ball to, uh, Slap and Slapshot. Slap yeah. Wow. So they. Uh, this is getting deep. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the Galanti was an owner of twenty five different trash disposal businesses. This is from his Wikipedia. Based out of Danbury, estimated to be worth a hundred million dollars. Business handled 80% of garbage hauling in southern and western Connecticut, Westchester, and Putnam counties in New York since 93 has been accused of muscling out local competition through no-bid contracts up to 120000 a year per the uh, GAVC crime family boss, Matthew Matty the Horse Ionello. I'm uh, really going to need uh, Jimmy McNulty to play the part of the dad in this. Well, the dad plays the part of the dad. That's well, funny. no, I'm talking... Oh, oh, we're back on this being a, a nonfiction show. Oh. I, in the dramatizations that they inev- inevitably have to make, I want I want Dominic West, aka Jimmy McNulty, to play the dad. What do they need? Can we make that happen? Sure. You, you know what? Green light it, buddy. I'm okay. back behind you. Great. And I'm gonna need Dominic Lombardazzi, aka Herc, to be part of this as well. Why not? Why not just get uh, Dominic Toretto? Because it's about family. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm down with that. I can, so, I can work with that. So Galanti in 2006 was accused of or was charged of 93 counts of indictment uh, of federal law, including racketeering, racketeering, conspiracy, Hobbs Act, extortion, mail and wire fraud, witness tampering, tax fraud, and conspiracy charges. Uh, the whole gamut. Conspired to commit arson and kidnapping by damaging a truck owned by one of Galanti's competitors and by kidnapping the driver of the truck at gunpoint. So, you know. The team went under after that. All normal things for a track company. Sure. So this is apparently a wild ride. Uh, I know Jen and I have made an appointment television for this weekend to watch that. Uh, it seems like a hoot and a holler uh, for the Labor Day weekend. So. Lots of fireworks. Lots of fire. Is there fireworks? I don't know. In the show. So, uh, so Danbury Trashers, so it says here, that uh, Coach Todd Sterling and uh, Galanti allegedly violated the $275,000 per team salary cap by the UHL by giving pr- players and their wives no-show jobs with uh, AW, uh, AWD, the truck, the garbage company, and hiding illegitimate payments as housing allowances. Uh, Coach Man. Sterling also faced six counts of wire fraud related to the filings of fraudulent weekly salary cap reports. Uh, and according to the indictment, the Trashers' real payroll was $750,000. Uh, the allegations, the Trashers suspended operations, released their players, uh, and then Galanti pled guilty to those charges. In a separate incident, Galanti was charged with assaulting a UHL official during the game between the Trashers and the Kalamazoo Wings. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. How do I get one of those no-show jobs? Uh, right? Like, who do we have to know? <laughs> the no-show. <laughs> who do you we know have to, to be part of the Bob hockey team, apparently. Apparently, you have to be part of the Soprano hockey team. So I should take notes during this when I watch this documentary. You should actually use this, yeah, as as a learning blueprint. <clears throat> okay, yeah. as as extracurriculars. You could be their goalie coach. 
Yeah, yeah, continue. So, yeah. Why wouldn't why, that, that is the show up job? I want a no show job. Uh, I can't be the goalie coach and have a no show job. You ever know? No show. Don't show. <laughs> uh, I will say this, Johnny, is if the J- Danbury Junior Hattricks don't do a Danbury Trashers night to base this off there, they're fucking doing the marketing wrong. They can't do it. They should do it. I'm sure that there's like some kind of weird like legal thing that will not allow them to do this. Have but the, I agree with you. Have the have a trashers night. And then away you go. My God, that would be amazing. I'd love it. Uh, so yeah, that's the un, untold, uh, the uh, crime and penalties. Check it out on the Netflix. Uh, but, 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 not really much else going on as we wait for La Richardson to come on. So, uh, we got uh, preseason hockey coming up here in about three weeks. Got that going for us. How, you, how y'all loving the preseason? Who, who wants I can't to- believe it's our back already. I know. It's back and better than ever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how... It feels like everything is rushing. So... We're going the wrong direction with this whole COVID nonsense. I don't want to talk about it again. This is now effectively the third hockey season that we've had to talk about this. We're going the wrong direction in places, especially like Florida, uh, where there are two hockey teams mm-hmm. that have to travel quite a bit mm-hmm. to get to you know, their division games. And not all the games are in their division this year. So uh, not that we you know we really are trying to blame florida but it is florida's fault so uh yeah i don't i don't i don't know i don't want or have there been statistics on vaccination of the players like the nfl takes do we know that what was that are there statistics taken for vaccinate vaccination status of nhl players like the nfl does Yes, because the league put out because I think the the league put out a thing where the staff and the teams have to be uh, fully vaccinated by training camp. I don't know if because they haven't reported to their teams yet. I think that probably happens middle of September. Um, then we'll know more about it. Uh, but because the NFL was in training camp already, we know those stats. But I'm sure we'll get some stats when training camp starts. Because both the NHL and the NHLPA have said, hey, you don't get vaccinated, you could lose game checks. And I think everybody, when they're bitching and complaining about escrow, I think they're going to get vaccinated just for uh, the ability to... Maybe that's the way Carolina gets out of the fucking Tony D'Angelo thing, is he doesn't get vaccinated and they fucking cut him. Hey, there you go. But, yeah. So then, okay, so the players in the on-ice, you know, everybody essentially at the on the front lines there... Should theoretically be okay. Uh, owners are gonna want to get their revenue back, though. So, what's uh, have have any teams made any announcements yet on uh, attendance yes. caps? Uh, uh, a lot of them have made in terms of you have to show uh, proof of vaccination or a negative test before getting into the. Uh, that is going to be a shit show. Oh yeah, but I think it's one of those things you check in ahead of time and go from there. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of places like I think some I don't know if baseball teams are doing it. I can't say that, but I know CFL teams are starting to take that measure in Canada. So they got that going for us. Uh, Not only is it going to be a shit show at the gate, like actually getting people into the arena, but 
if you're a season ticket holder, mm-hmm. say, and for whatever reason you don't want the vaccine, I mean, just imagine one situation like that, and then, you know, think about the Dallas Stars or the Nashville Predators, and there's going to be a thousand situations like that. And I'm not picking on the South. I'm just saying, demographically speaking, it's going to be, it's going to be the Southern teams that is going to be more affected by a situation like this than the Northern teams. Just saying. But when that situation happens, there's going to, I mean, it's going to, this is going to be a shit show. It's going to be a shit show. Well, yeah, I think we knew that from the start. It was going to be, especially with Florida and, and everything. I mean, man, mandating vaccines for anything is already a questionable topic. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about, you know, sports, bring sports into it, right? We already have seen what happens when you when you mix politics or a, a, a social movement with sports. All hell breaks loose. People lose their goddamn minds. So now you're talking about oh, let's, uh, let's, vaccination we... status in sports? Oh, this is going to be a fucking shit show. First off, let's back that up. White people go out of their minds. <laughs> and we are talking about hockey here so yeah. old, old white people go out of their minds for that shit again yeah exactly. again demographically yeah. speaking hockey well, is for everyone but demographically speaking we are talking about old white people for the most part yeah so according to the nhl and this is a memo sent to the teams any person whose job role position or access entails or entitles them to have personal interaction within 12 feet with club op- hockey operations personnel, including players, are required to be fully vac- vaccinated. So I'm assuming that if you don't have an exception or a limited exception, then you're kind of fucked. We kind of went over this in terms because we made fun of the fact that valet parking guys don't have to be, uh, uh-huh. aren't including it. That. Uh, so the Players Association and the NHL haven't done a protocol as of yet, I don't think. So. And when did you say training camps are opening? Two weeks? Uh, yeah, around, usually around the middle of September. Begin, you know, tail end of the beginning. Glad that they haven't talked about any of this stuff yet. Because, you know, you know why, why rush into it? Well, there's some Czechoslovakians in there, too. You know that. Yeah, they're not Russian. <laughs> yeah, come on, buddy. You can't stereotype everybody, Mark. Everybody took the summer off. They let uh, Nikita Kucherov have, a, have his fun down in Tampa Bay. Earth. And then, uh, you know, no cap, right? Is that what the kids say? No cap. Yeah, or cap or no cap. Yeah. Um. Any but I was talking about the salary cap, but I still oh, don't know what no cap means. Somebody would have to is going to have to explain yeah, that to me. No lie. That means yeah, no, no, no lie. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, hold on. When you when you say something different, isn't that supposed to be like shorter, or like uh, provide more punch? It's just the same thing. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly the same amount of syllables as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, teams, they're like all... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm going with that. Couldn't care less. Uh, the... Like, all the Canadian teams are requiring vaccination uh, to full capacity from event staff, employees, shareholders, season ticket holders. <laughs> shareholders? Shareholders, because they're going to be... There. <laughs> Yeah, if you get a, if you get an email or a letter from the team in any official manner, you better damn you well be vaccinated. Stock in this team, we want you fucking vaccinated. I swear to God, I will turn this hockey team. Around. If you're on a fucking quarterly earnings call, I don't give a shit if you're on speakerphone 
and you're stand, standing 10 feet away, you better have that goddamn vaccine. If you got that 15 cent, uh, 15 cent fucking deduct, not deductible, is it deductible? No, dividend. Dividend. Get that 15 cent dividend. You better goddamn get two shots, bitch. <laughs> so the the Oilers, Jets, uh, Canucks, Flames, I think off the top of my head, have said that they are requiring full vaccination or a negative test. Um, so there you go. And, and the uh, Jets have said the majority of their season ticket holders have shared with us that they have proof of vaccination to enter the Canadian Life Center and Burton Cummins Theater. Yeah, I forgot that the Jets changed their uh, their their arena name to the Canada Life Center. And what is it? The Burton Homes Arena or something like that? Cummings Theater. He is a goddamn treasure in Canada. Do not say that when Lyle's around. Fucking slap. Burt Cummings? Yeah, Burt Cummings. Okay, Burt Cummings Theater. Bertie Cummings. Burt and He wrote the uh, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, sir. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That okay. song? Johnny, okay. play that song. <laughs> that up? Okay, so. <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> exactly. Jamie, throw it up! <laughs> uh, you know, um, in the 20 years that we've done this, I don't think that we've referenced Joe Rogan once until just now. Nope. Yeah, that was, <laughs> we might have seen Fear Factor once or twice, but that's about it. <laughs> Maybe some news radio, and that was about it. Like, nothing yeah. about this podcast. <laughs> Damn it, I ruined the streak. I'll have to start all over again. Uh, yeah. We got past the 20-year mark. I think we're good. Zero days. You hear, you hear he, took the, uh, he took the fucking horse medicine too. Good for him. I'm glad. He did. Oh yeah. my god. So, uh, there was something else I was gonna say. I just fucking forgot about it. News radio. Twenty years. Canada. Joe Rogan. Vaccination Joe Rogan. status. Burt Cummins. Burt Cummins. No. Oh. Edmund yeah. Fitz- Thank you. Uh. Strong Bad, 20 years ago, speaking of... Hey, years, yeah. Strong Bad email number one happened this week, 20 years ago. That's why so I our show earlier. predates Strong Bad? Our, strong, our show week? predates Strong Bad by like weeks. three weeks. Wow. <laughs> God, that's... You know, saying that we're older than iTunes is a nice badge to wear, but I feel like being older than Strong Bad Cuts deep. blows my mind even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it, I loved Strong Bad. Back in college, that was the shit. They really, maybe it was the, the short, uh, you know, the animated short style that they did. I, I kind of wish, because you know if that happened now, they'd wind up with their own, like, Adult Swim show, and it, it would go to shit, right? Or whatever, whatever they would, if they would have sold out and done something other than the animated shorts on the internet, Something would have happened, and it would have been terrible. So I'm glad that they came out when they did during the the height of Shockwave Flash or whatever the fuck they were building in, and uh, and it can live forever now on the internet in a time capsule. All right, throw it up on YouTube, and you're good to go. I think I still have my CGNU Dumble shirt around here somewhere. <laughs> I had uh, the cheat shirt. Uh, I think I may have donated it. It definitely doesn't fit me anymore, though. Uh, mm. See, I was always fat during that time, so I'm good. I got mine ready to go. I'm just look. I'm just looking at stuff on the internet. A, a kick the cheat, ten inch plushie is three hundred fifty dollars. Jesus. Yeah, I guess they don't have a merch store anymore. So if anybody I, wants any, I of this bet stuff. you could have kept that shirt. 
<laughs> yeah, be worth something. Yeah, how much is a red the cheat shirt? Slightly uh, worn. Slightly worn. Uh, I don't see a the cheat shirt. I see. see? Oh, there it is. Rare. I got. It. Sorry. Uh, nineteen ninety nine. That's probably about what I paid for it. Yeah, that's about right. Those are easy to reproduce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Trogdor the Burninator shirt, however, is forty bucks because it should be. <laughs> yeah. Constant fees. Uh, the figurines, like the whole figurine set's like a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. So. Strong bad hoodies, seventy dollars. That's insane. That's a lot of money. Somehow, Homestar Runner. Oh, it's because it's part of a lot, a lot of collectibles. It was a, uh, the the preview was a Jurassic Park T-shirt. I'm like, what? Yeah. Homestar Runner. Coach Z. God, those those were those were the best. You know they don't make them like that anymore. You know they really these, don't. Because now there's shit like annoying orange. Have you? That's been around. Either of you heard? Yeah, but it, that now it's a show. It used to be just like dumb YouTube videos, and now there's an annoying orange. Oh, I know. It's like, on channel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That's bad. Hudson found it. It's the I worst. I don't know what it is. Good. Don't yeah. look it up or do. I don't care. But yeah. it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It advertises. Well, that's good. so. It's not just a shitty name. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thank God that Strong Bad came out and paved the way so that Annoying Orange could be a fucking thing. So you're now you're blaming the the brothers chat for this. <laughs> Not there's no blame to go around. I have said that that the the entirety of the Homestar Runner Strong Bad experience exists in a time capsule and it's perfect. I blame YouTube for allowing Annoying Orange to happen. Mm. They made it too easy for people to make. Shows yeah. like that. YouTube if you had to do it in Shockwave and Flash, you had to have some experience and some panache. Now people can just do whatever they want to Holy on the internet. Holy shit! They have new apparel. Ooh. They have new stuff, baby. They got new shirts. They got a new Trogdor shirt. My God. What happens if I go to homestarrunner.net? It's dot com. .com. Uh, it goes to a wiki. Lyle was here and then he boosted out. So. We'll be back. I hear him. I don't see him there. I see him. Plus, <laughs> he's still in book, uh, vacation shirt mode. You <sighs> <laughs> got an extra <laughs> button done button still. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Thanks. How was that? Long day. Long day. <laughs> how was the uh, how was the time away, sir? Good, good, very good. Good to be back in the old hometown, in the old homestead of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. They let you back on the island. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have to. That's good, that's good. I didn't know if they were shutting it down again. What happened there? Damn it, John Mark, we should have got you a strong bad uh, onesie for your kids. It's not too late. Oh okay. <laughs> Wait, how small is the onesie? I don't know. Let me check. It's, it's one. It's one it's, size. Uh, up to 24 months. Still got time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't turn two till May. We got plenty of time. It's like over half of a year. That doesn't mean that she's not wearing more than higher than yeah. 24 months. You're right. 
Uh, we're talking about how we are uh, older than uh, the strong bad emails, Lyle. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the strong bad emails, but uh, they were a, a uh, I would say, um, a touchstone of uh, of our uh, giant, at least Mark and I's life. Oh my God, we can get a snore car gauge face mask. Holy shit, snore car gauge war gauge. Get a leg up on the pile, refinance your dreams. <laughs> I'm just sitting here smiling blankly. <laughs> that sounds I'm like a thing. Politely. You, we had a senior car gauge mortgage uh, ad, a bumper ad, at least at some point on this show. Strong bad. Isn't that from Strong Bad? Yeah. Uh, all right. So see if I can. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing here? Why are we? Why are we waiting on this? Aren't you glad you came back, Lyle? Oh, yeah. I, to 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 miss this stuff is just. <laughs> uh, so Johnny, I am pasting it into chat. Okay. Um, I probably should have just emailed it to you. You can't you can't get it offline from chat, can you? I could send it to myself. There you go. Send it to yourself. Okay. Go from there. <laughs> so uh offer sheets huh offer sheets yeah that's a thing we were debating um whether this is the dumbest thing or the pettiest the dumbest dogs. thing oh god you don't just i clicked on it i clicked I on it you shouldn't have sent it in the chat because you knew no, somebody was going to anyway yeah sorry offer yeah. sheets so offer sheets huh yeah uh i got god where am i <laughs> You're 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 in your place. You're you're sitting there. You're having a fun time. Mm. So so what? Well, take the picks, right? Like that's. Oh God, yeah. Take the picks. No brainer on there. Abs absolutely take the picks. You you don't pay. Yeah, you know he has Barry Cock and Yemi six point one mil for one season and just blow your salary structure to smithereens. You just don't do that. And then if you want to qualify him, have to qualify him at that rate too. Correct. Oh God, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, now you could turn around and, and you could maybe sign them to a, a longer term deal afterwards for less than that qualifying offer. Um, if they both agree to it, you know, longer term, let's say for 5.2 mil a season or something like that. Um, but uh, no, you, you definitely don't match that. Um, let him go to Carolina. Um, it kind of sucks that, you know, it's, it's going that way if you're, if you're a Canadians fan. Um, but at the same time, this is, this is something that, uh, you know, that, uh, Mark Bergevin brought on himself. So there, there are a lot of people saying that, that, that the playoffs were, were the last time we would said would have seen Kotaniemi with the Canadians. It seemed that he, I don't know. He didn't play that much. I think he did. He not get healthy scratched here and there. He get well. He was a healthy scratch uh, the first very first game of the playoffs and the final two games of the final. Um, but justifiably because by that point uh, he he was not having a very good final at all. In fact, his play was starting to to drop off uh, during the uh, halfway through the uh, the Vegas series, um, and that just. Is, has just been the story of Jesperi Kakanyemi's tenure with Montreal to date. Um, you know, uh, he he when he plays well, 
when he's on his game, I mean, yeah, he, he looks terrific. But uh, when he's playing poorly, I mean, he can, you know, for a big kid, he can be invisible out there. And, and you didn't see very much of him, uh, you know, as I said, roughly about halfway through the, the Vegas series and in the first three games of the final. So um, uh, Mark Bergevin was playing hardball with him. Uh, Contract-wise, I guess what the, the the offer was, I think two and a half mil a season on a, a on a two-year deal. Um, the interesting thing about all this for me uh, is 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 how you know all of this got played up. Of you know when 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 the Hurricanes uh, signed him to that offer and and they played up the whole you know revenge angle for Sebastian Ajo and and uh, you know just trolling the Habs on, on, on Twitter, which, which, well, sure. It was, it was funny. I, I, you know, I chuckled about the whole thing. And as I said at the time, I said, Oh, you knew that this offer sheet was coming. You know, I don't think anybody was surprised. Were you guys surprised? Uh, I surprised because I forgot all about it. Yeah. I wasn't following. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And no one was expecting offer sheets. I mean, we we I think two weeks ago we we actually posed that question here. And do you expect any offer sheets? And we laughed and we laughed. Yeah, you had a good chuckle about it. You're right. Nobody nobody expected the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) That's true. Yes. Nobody. But um, the thing though about all that is, we found out that the Hurricanes had actually contacted uh mark bergevin and, and was trying to acquire him via trade um and when that didn't work out when when bergevin didn't like the offers that he was getting um you know it became okay well just to let you know we're going to go the offer sheet route and they let them know that 24 hours before that happened so friday they told him friday we're going to offer sheet this kid he's going to sign an offer sheet and the following day they did it so if this was you know i don't doubt that there was yeah that tom dundon the hurricanes owner that there was a measure of 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 revenge there for him that he'd been stewing about this for the last two years even though in retrospect the canadians did him a favor because they got aho <laughs> at a terrific deal this guy this kid is worth over 10 mil a season and they got him because of the Habs are 8.45 mil so, you know, you, you should just use that, you know, play that up and go, yeah, you know, I just want to thank Mark. Every year, just say, we want to thank Mark Bergevin for offer sheeting Ajo. We really appreciate the solid you did for us. Yeah. But that wasn't enough. Tom Dundon's a very thin-skinned man. He did not like that. And I, I almost get the sense, and again, I'm just speculating here on my part, but I get this because a lot of this is that, okay, this offer sheet idea came from Tom Dundon. But you almost get the sense the way this thing played out that the Hurricanes were trying to acquire him in a trade. Then they give Montreal, okay, heads up, we're going to do this. It's almost like Don Waddell was trying to, you know, do it. Yeah, was trying to say, okay, hey, listen, we're interested in acquiring him. Would you like to talk trade? Sure. What are you offering me? We'll offer you this or this. No, sorry, Don, that doesn't work for me. All right, well, heads up, bud, but uh, an offer sheet's coming. Unless Mark Bergevin is just completely stupid, and I do not believe he is completely no, I don't believe that he's completely stupid. You you had to see what was coming here. He had to know what was coming. So we're going to offer sheet him, unless he was just like, yeah, okay, you go ahead. He's never signing an offer sheet. I really think it, it almost feels like Don Waddell was just basically trying to say, okay, look, you know, Dundon's piss is hot for this. So help a guy, yeah, 
Yeah. What if I give you a first and a third? Right. Well, he's going to get it. No, anyway. it's not enough. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah, you're going to get it anyway. But yeah, you're getting so. OK, the kid signs the deal. And like I said, if you're Montreal, if you match that, that's going to blow your salary structure to shit, not just for this season, but next season, because you got Nick Suzuki, Jake Evans and Alexander Romanoff, who are all restricted free agents next summer, going to require a bit. And especially Nick Suzuki, he's going to get paid. So, you know, it's like, hey, you were willing to give uh, Yasperi Kakanyemi a lesser player who led, you know, whose stats are quite honestly nowhere comparable to mine. You know, 6.1 mil. I want 7.5. So, yeah, you just blew your salary structure to shit if you match that. So, Take the take the first and the third because they're the Hurricanes first and third rounders. And people are saying, oh, that's so stupid. Don't do that. They're, they're going to be a cup contender. And, and those picks are going to be down in the bottom down at the bottom part of, the round, of each round. Well, that's not a certainty because I don't know if anybody noticed, but the Hurricanes goaltending is actually worse than it was last season. Sorry. You know, maybe. OK, maybe Freddie Anderson plays well for them, but I'm not seeing it. Okay, anti Ranta when he's healthy, very good. Problem is he's almost never healthy. So the goaltender's taking a step back. They don't have Dougie Hamilton on their blue line, and they're going to miss him more than they think. Okay, unless Ethan Bear really, really steps up. So there's no guarantee that that pick is going to be that that first round pick is going to be down. You know. 25th or, or or lower, you know, it could be, depending on how the season shakes out for the Hurricanes, could be about the middle of that round. God, please but be then, top five. Please be top five. Please yeah, be but, top but five. Even, but even then, <laughs> even if they don't wind up keeping it for the draft, they could use it to acquire something to build more either this year or next year if they're, if they're in playoff contention. Oh, cool. That mm-hmm. pick that we got, that's right. It's in the first round. We could probably get somebody for that. Well, not just, yeah, well, not just that. <laughs> not just that. Nice. Quite frankly, who gives a shit where it is in yeah. that round? It's, it's the, the first, first round yeah, that's, pick. That's exactly they're, my point. Yes, they're gold. <clears throat> exactly, to your point, Mark. Those things are still gold. And, you know, a first and a third, these two extras that you didn't have, you could bundle those together. And you can shop it around. And in fact, that's that's the word out of Montreal is that the reason why you have you've heard nothing but radio silence from the Habs is that Mark Bergevin's calling around to see what he can get for those, you know, for that compensatory package. And, you know, a lot of the talk seems to be centering on the, you know, Christian Dvorak of the Arizona Coyotes. And Christian Dvorak, 25 years old, solid two way center, second line. Uh, he's put up very good numbers on, quite frankly, a shitty Arizona Coyotes team. Uh, how much better could he perform on a team with more depth like Montreal or anywhere else for that matter? You I know, mean, this is this is this is a guy who's who had 17 goals and I believe 35 points, 36 points last year. Doesn't sound like a lot. But again, you're talking about the Coyotes, one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. Put him on a team, put him on a team with line mates like Josh Anderson or Jonathan Drouin or Cole Caulfield or Tyler Toffoli or Brendan Gallagher. Okay. And, you know, all of a sudden, hey, this guy could maybe get you 45, maybe 50 points. And he's a solid two-way center. Perfect, perfect second line center. 
So, you know, listen, and we all know that the Coyotes this summer were busy just, you know, everything must go. We want draft picks. We want prospects. They have two first-round picks and five second-round picks in, this, in, in next year's draft. Here's an opportunity to get another first round pick. Oh, yeah, let's make it seven. And an extra third. <laughs> and an extra third. So now they got two picks in the third round. Now, you could argue, well, I don't think a player like Christian Dvorak is worth that. But if you're Montreal, who cares? They're not my picks. Right? <laughs> exactly. It, this is what I got for compensation. Over you go, Arizona. Oh, but, you know, now you're giving to Arizona and that pick could turn out to be a terrific player. It could. Sure. But here's enough. But if you're Montreal, Montreal right now, you you just come off where you went to the Stanley Cup final. Now nobody's expecting them to do that again this season. Nobody but expected they, it but, the first time. But they want them. But they are. But there is an expectation in Montreal to be a, at least a playoff contender. And Christian Dvorak could help them in that role. He would be an immediate upgrade over Kakanyemi based on you know Kakanyemi's performance because he's been. He's been inconsistent. So, yeah, take the picks. Take the picks. If you don't want to trade trade that first, maybe you bundle up with 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 some of your other extra picks, right? You keep that first for yourself. Now you got two firsts. Maybe you can move two seconds and, and a third for Dvorak. Who knows? Or for somebody. It doesn't have to be Dvorak. He could surprise us and bring in. Danny Kuznetsov. Oh, holy shit. Sorry. What's that? <laughs> no. They can't, <laughs> they can't afford Kuznetsov. 7.8 mil, no. Damn. Yeah, and they're definitely not going to get Jack Eichel either. I heard that, and, and I just laughed at that. It's like, yeah, sure, right, okay. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, I, I got a feeling they take the pick. Because if you keep Kakanyemi, I mean, I get the camp that says, but if you let him go, you know, he could go on and, and blossom with, with the Hurricanes, and now you've you've lost his first round. This guy was a first-round pick himself, uh-huh. and, you know, he just needed a little more time, blah, blah, like blah. It's like, Drew in. But it's going to screw up. But it's going to screw up your your payroll. It's going to screw it up for this year, and it's definitely going to screw it up for next year. So yeah, take the picks, cut your losses, and try and use that to get in something that's going to help you for the for now and and you know yeah. the near future. And send the Carolina Hurricanes a Christmas card. I send them a gift basket. Yeah, yeah. said thank Mwah. thank you. Jelly of the month club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sign them up for diaper of the month club. Yes. Johnny, you got that thing queued up? Oh, here we go. The thing. Yeah, the the video. Oh, you wanted me to queue up the video? No, I did not. Okay. I thought I was emailing that to myself. <laughs> I thought we were gonna play that too. That was, you know, listen, we're in mid, we're in preseason form as well, everybody. Let's not. We've been that way for the last twenty years. This chat you wanted me to pull up. Uh, just yeah, whatever. But just the audio, right? Just the audio, yeah. That's not not okay. And that's why I did email it myself. You're right. (laughs) You didn't miss much last week, Lyle. It's been a lot of this, a lot of just what the hell's going on. It's all my brain has not worked for like a week. Johnny, Johnny's been dealing with allergies. Mark almost made him die tonight. (laughs) It was a very. (laughs) Are you having a problem buying a home or something? Threat no more. Hi there, Belinda's. I'm Sonar Card Gauge for Sonar Card Gauge Mortgage. We can help you get a leg up on the pile. Low rates, percent signs, I don't know. <laughs> Bad credit? No problem. Home loan, escrow, refinancing. 
You name it, we've got it. Come along down for a free consultation with one of our handsome talking experts. One of them said they'd buy me lunch, but I don't see nobody taking me to Chick-fil-A. Smoke hard gauge, mort gauge, help consolidate my whole life into this tiny box. Thanks, snore mort gauge. You're very welcome, Valerie. Act now and see if you can stand to talk to me for more than four seconds. Get a leg up on the pile and refinance your dreams. Come along down and dial five 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 eight five 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 to no today. No problemo. <laughs> or Car Gage Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Face Off Hockey Show. <laughs> what, the what the hell was that? Exactly. <laughs> it was magnificent. <laughs> it's the Sonora Car Gage Mortgage, baby. <laughs> you need a mortgage or something? <laughs> you had me right for that opening line. <laughs> you need a mortgage or something? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys. <laughs> yeah, we missed you too. I mean, I've been away as well. So it's been a, it's been a minute. You showed up actually the last time I saw you. Well, I was here last week. At least physically, I was here. Mentally, maybe not. That's debatable. Every oh. week, but Lyle, I haven't. I don't think I've seen you since the uh, the. The the twentieth anniversary show maybe I can't remember I think that, yeah it was the twentieth anniversary because yeah you were you were away the following week and then I was gone and yeah so yeah <laughs> there you go send me that link again <laughs> no, I'll just forward it to you yeah just forward it to him in the email the email email it to me yeah <laughs> um so Jack Eichel switched agents to Pat Brees Hall ah. he could be having the surgery after all. Mm. Oh, Yep. Where is he getting traded to now? Like, where are we? Because Pepperson's known known for a guy, no nonsense. We're gonna get this shit moving and get you out the door, uh, mm. or you know, ref, you well, know. Are you saying he's the laxative of agents? <laughs> he is the mirror. He is the uh, metamucil. Pepperson. Pepperson is a guy who gets things done. Um, but it could be a trade or. Maybe works out. Uh, there's a, a reconciliation to be done there. Um, the fact, like now, I haven't heard anything really official yet regarding Eichel's surgery. Just you know, it's just kind of in the speculative stage right now. But if there, but what I saw on that one of those reports was saying, okay, he would get the surgery. Perhaps this month timeline brings him back in December. That's the disc replacement. That's the disrepair. That's not the neck fusion that the Sabres doctors want. That's the neck fusion or the the neck the the disc replacement. Yes, because the neck fusion neck. they were talking about he'd be out for much longer, most of the season, and this would only take him out for two months, two and a half months tops. So if that's the case, then Brisson's already already making things happen. Because remember, this was at a, a big-time impasse um, up until uh, Brisson took over. I mean, remember, we, we heard reports from Elliot Friedman over the weekend that, um, you know, uh, the Eichel camp 
and the Sabres met with the league and the PA and several doctors and hope they're trying to hash all this out and nothing came of it. And when the meeting broke up, which, by the way, explains the rather cryptic, uh, you know, unhappy face on uh, Eichel's uh, rarely used uh, Twitter account. I think that was his second and, yeah, only the second and to date the only other tweet that's on his account. Mm -hmm. Uh, That would explain that cryptic unhappy face around the same time. So, yeah, if if this talk that he's going to have the surgery uh, is, is, if there's any truth to that, then, yeah, Brisson's already already doing his job. That's what you pay him for. Yeah. But it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean though that that it's going to be a trade because the Sabers aren't coming aren't backing down from their uh, their ask, yeah. Uh, what they're looking for, and that big sal that big salary ten mil a season for five more years plus people are going to want to see what he what what he plays like when he comes back from the surgery. Um, if he comes back and plays well, well, yeah, a lot, there'll be more teams that'll be willing to to maybe pony up that asking price. But by the same token, maybe there's some kind of a reconciliation there. Maybe you know the the, the ruffled feathers are smoothed over, and he wants to play there, and and everybody's all happy, happy. So I don't think you can fully dismiss that. But now, you know, like I said, saying all that, I could wake up tomorrow morning, find out he's been traded, but. Just given the way things have been going, that may not necessarily be the case. Interesting. Interesting. The the tides have turned, and we're ready for Jack Eichel to do something as we get ready for training camp. But uh, well, he's training in Montreal. I mean, that was the big oh, stir. Go. They got that first There's, round pick coming. There it is. Here there it go, is. Baby. Oh yeah. They, yeah. He boarded a flight to Montreal with uh, carrying only his sticks. Uh, everybody's like, that's it. He's being traded to Montreal. That's going to have, oh, yep. no, he's going to the biosteel camp. That's the only reason why. He doesn't it's... need clothing. Mm, that's right. He just shows. So he just wears the same clothes every day. That's he has all. his Montreal Canadian sheets. Yes, exactly. That's Oh, yeah, that's definitely the thing. The kid who grew up in Boston is going to be, they're going to have pictures of him as a kid asleep in his Montreal Canadians uh-huh. sheets. Yeah, yeah, he was a Montreal Canadiens fan all along. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew it. No one yeah. knew it. They it's should just any time somebody goes somewhere, they should just use the same yeah. picture of John Tavares, but Photoshop other locos on. Didn't didn't somebody <laughs> didn't somebody do that? I'm trying to remember. Didn't somebody do that? They photoshopped like somebody's buddy's like very badly photoshopped like his, his official NHL headshot. <laughs> and then with this just another bad, you know, Photoshop of these she- who was that? I can't remember now. Oh, it was, you know, it was hilarious. That story will never die. No. Nor should it. No. Nor should it. Uh, Finally, Zach Parise signed with the Islanders. We were waiting so long for this to happen. Uh, (laughs) Finally. Well, it it hasn't happened yet. Wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah, it's happened. He already admitted it to Michael Russo. He signed with it. He he signed with them earlier, uh, you know, earlier in the month. Done deal. Well, it's all good. It's September first, so I hope it's early. Yeah. In the month. Oh, last month. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm bad. <laughs> early, early in the hood, in early August. Yeah, he signed with them. Yeah. So. Gotta, uh, gotta love Lou Lamarillo just fucking with everybody. It's just like you know, for the because for the past month, that's all it was was speculation. Says that he's well, that he signed all these guys already, but. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to release it yet because he doesn't want the other GMs to know uh, how much uh, cap space he's got. And it's like, well, OK. And then he just lets it all, <laughs> releases it all yeah. in one day. Here you go. Media yeah. dump. 
bastards. Boom. Boom. Uh, The only thing I'll say about that, though, is uh, that, you know, that probably brings an end to the uh, Vladimir Tarasenko to the Islanders rumors because they don't have very much cap space left. And the story is that Lamarillo is looking for a left D, which makes a lot of sense because, you know, (laughs) he traded Nick Letty away. So he needs a left D, left defense. Yeah, he's. Yeah, never mind. Wait, what's wrong, Mark? What's happening? What do you buddy? say, Mark? Well, I mean, I guess he already found the right D. So what is? Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey, there he is. He's back, everybody. There it yeah. is. Yeah, now. Yeah, he's... it was an easy. It was low hanging joke. Well, I had to toss that that little softball up there to see if you were going <laughs> to smash it over the fence, there, big guy. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Work it with da- me. It was it was dangling right there. Just... Yeah, dangling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? <laughs> show. Uh, uh. Hey, last week we talked about uh, Marco Rossi getting ready for the Wild. Um, Karel Kaprizov not signing in Siska. If these two actually get together, does this make the, the Wild a, a mildly exciting team? Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, <Good>. definitely. <laughs> Kaprizov. Oh come on, dollar bill Kirill alone already makes them you know more exciting than they've been in a very, 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 very long time. So it'd yeah. be very disappointing if the Wild were just a a regular moderate run of the mill team. They'd have to change the name. The Minnesota Mild or the Minnesota Mild. There you go. We'll just change the whole thing. We'll change the name of the state. And the name of the team, the oh, Wood Yeah, then they their logo just becomes a Taco Bell sauce pack. <laughs> <laughs> have a different saying when they teach game. Oh, there you go, Scotty. Scotty's on board. <laughs> hey, they're putting sponsors on jerseys, baby. Let's go. Let's start oh, with Taco oh, yeah. Bell in the wild. Living la vida what are we loca, doing yo. here? Yes. We're not going to do it. We got to do it big. Yeah. Um, yeah, their third jersey is the black and mild. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's smoking. Uh, so yeah, are, have we heard much of anything from the Kaprizov thing? It seems that that kind of died after he's like, "Nah, I'm not going to join the KHL." Yeah, that's pretty like, much. Which, yeah, I mean, the only yeah. report, I mean, yeah, Mike Mike Russo, who is the, the basically the best guy covering the uh, the Wild in terms of breaking stories and and having his his finger on the pulse there of all things Wild. I mean, yeah, he reported there earlier today. Uh, they're still talking. Um, he, he figures the end of the day, what this is going to come in at is, is probably a five-year deal between eight and nine mil a season. That's what we're looking at for him, which makes sense. Uh, they were willing to offer him seven to eight years at nine mil. He was looking at a three-year deal because, of course, he wants to get into those sweet, sweet UFA dollars as soon as possible. The five years is all right. I mean, Chet, you know, he'll be 29 by the time he's eligible. He'll still be able to make some big coin, especially if he builds on that uh, Calder Trophy season. So, and if, as you said, if Marco Rossi uh, comes in and plays as well as he can, uh, yeah, it could be uh, some exciting times there. So, for the next five years, should be uh, should be some pretty exciting hockey there in the in the land of uh, ten ten thousand ten million lakes. Yes, <laughs> I've only counted at least nine thousand forty-two. Yeah, so. nine thousand. I I I actually heard it was close to eight thousand. Who's to say, Lyle? Like, what is a what defines a lake? Yeah, really. You know, uh, you know, the mud puddle behind the the Sears, Benjamin you know? Pond outside the Walmart. You know, who's to yeah. say? Yeah, who's to say? If that freezes over and you skate on it, can you get a contract? I don't know. 
can you skate on it? Can you catch crappies in it? In the, in, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different kind of. You can catch crappies in a sewer drain. Yeah. Uh, so, poop joke. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, well, hey, I mean, you know, we already did uh, did uh, genitalia <laughs> jokes already. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the uh, the low hanging fruit that was just dangling there is Mark's. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of low hanging fruit, we talked last week about the plate of the Arizona Coyotes and how it continues on and it is forever like Wu-Tang. Um, oh, we should send Lyle that link to the Atlanta Thrashers link. Oh, yeah. I think you might have seen it, though. If uh, Oh, true. It, was, it might have been on Twitter. Could it, yeah. did, I, did you not see the... Uh, I threw a link on Twitter last week of the, uh, the YouTuber called Urinating Tree. Classy name. Um, did a thing <laughs> about the flight of the Atlanta Thrashers. And uh, and and their history there. I might have to email that to you. Yeah, please do. I yeah, I'm I missed that. I was doing vacation stuff. Lyle's gonna just go down a YouTube rabbit hole from now on. Exactly. Oh, well, for the remainder of this evening, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So the plight of the coyotes. What are we doing here with this? What? Why is this? Why is this a story that keeps on giving? Like it has (laughs) given more uh, than it needed to. But I think, you know, we've gotten less out of it than we should. Mm. <laughs> they just keep attracting interesting owners. Let's just, we'll, we'll just say that. Um, yeah, they're, God. They got nowhere to <laughs> play to, next year, for Christ's sake, if they can't figure out the Tempe thing. There's so much. To, I know. I know. And yeah. there's just so much to unpack with all of this, without without us all winding up going all the way back to the to the glory days of Redfield T bomb and and all of that. But um, which will never die. Which will never die. always, always, yeah, always and forever. We but I'd I'd say that that this is. I would say this is probably the most serious threat to the coyotes existence in Arizona for obvious reasons, because if they're not, if they're not going to get a new arena built in Tempe or wherever the hell they're going to stick it. um, And Glendale, you know, maintains the hard line and says, Nope, that's it. You're out. We can, we can make more money just, you know, having concerts, you know, play having rock concerts here than, than having an anchor tenant. Um, then yeah, where are they going to go? Not even, you know, not even Gary Bettman He's can, can conjure up a, a friggin' arena for them to play in, uh, anything that's going to do them any good. Well, they could go into a temporary, and, and this is all part of the problem here too. Um, there are several other arenas that they could temporarily play in if this new arena is actually being constructed. But there's all these reports of, well, the, the, the anchor tenants in those arenas, they don't want to share or the arenas themselves, they, they, they're, they're very small. They're not going to generate a lot of revenue or they just they're the shits for hockey, period. So, you know, what's left? Do they become this band of gypsies for three years while they're waiting for this arena to get built? Um, is is that going is that going to happen is that on is that what the deal is going to be here with this or if you know okay maybe you can get away with that if 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 this arena is actually being built but if it's not they're done glendale is washing their hands of them they're done because it's they've missed payments it's just, if you you know I'm sure if, if you <laughs> even just give a cursory glance of that story that broke as to why this was happening, you'll understand why. 
You know, they've missed payments over the last two years. They've been delinquent on and on. And they've just they've had enough. They've had enough of this year to year bullshit. The only other way out of this is if they the Coyotes knuckle down and agree (laughs) to accept. No, no. They knuckle down and agree to accept a long term deal there in Glendale, which they don't want to do because Bettman's even said. That that arena is not suitable for them anymore. Yes, it was suitable for them in 2003, but it's the shits now. It was the shits, honestly. It was a lousy location to begin with in the first place. They just wanted to get them out of that barn they were in in downtown Phoenix. But, see, the owner doesn't want to move the team out of it because he's got got the uh, the gambling rights there, right? Uh All the the online betting and everything like that. That is, but that's gold there. That's going to be a friggin' potential gold mine for him. But he's got to get this arena built, right? So that's that's where this whole thing stands right now. And Batman seems to think they're bluffing, that Glendale's bluffing. The city of Glendale saying, no, we're not. You're fucking gone next year. So it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Yeah, it comes September September 2022. Yeah, guys are bluffing. And then, like, the Coyotes are just sitting there and they become a travel team. Uh-huh. They just play on the road. At that point, there are 31 other teams that they can play temporarily in their arenas. Mm. Every, every game's a road game. Every game's a freaking road Well, it will be. Even, <laughs> if, even if they put them in that a, way now. Um, yeah. Even if they stuck them in, say, uh, Kansas City for a year or Hartford for a year or whatever. Hey! Yeah. It's a great tryout, right? Send, send them around year. like the Globetrotters, see who can support a team, and then there yeah. you go. Move them. It's like a competition show. Get back yeah. and put it on Amazon. Hamilton, maybe. Hey, All there we nothing. go. The, balls, the, 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 the silly balls deal actually comes through, and then they move to well, Hamilton after all. that way. Well, I, Lyle, when we were talking about the Hamilton outdoor game that could happen this year, um, we hope that uh, Jim Ball still drops the first puck. <laughs> that's our hope and our well prayer. that would be fabulous yeah I, mm, the odds are pretty low pretty low yeah, well first of all you got to get a hold of him on his blackberry <laughs> man blackberry's coming back man it's going to be the iphone destroyer yeah, yeah. Sure. that's what i heard yeah because it's heavier yep yeah literally, literally it's heavier um it's the same thing as people who like the the return of vinyl because the music is warmer <laughs> you can feel warmth from vinyl compared to oh this digital music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually because the turntable heats up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Feel... yeah. What's it smell like? Kindling in here. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, uh, what does it smell like? Bad wax. Good lord. Hey, uh, so Chuck Fletcher said that last year took years off his life. Um, being Philly GM. Uh, I thought he was already like 143. No, it's fun. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, was it just the fact that he had a tough year, or for the fact that he is in Philly and didn't realize how much criticism he gets? <laughs> could could be both. Could be a little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, hey, listen, yeah, the, the the Philly GM job's a tough gig. Why why do you think it's uh, former Flyers who you usually held that position? You know, um, yeah, last season obviously did not go as planned. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still wrapped, trying to wrap my head around some of the moves he made. He was, he had a very busy four day stretch there in late July. He did. All he that was, wheeling and dealing. But, but some of that, 
some I mean, yeah, a lot of those moves could work out. The Ryan Ellis move I'd like. That that one was a was a slam dunk. Um the other ones, various degrees, but they almost had a whiff of desperation about them too. I mean, just how much he was just like, you know, he was yeah, just how how much trading he was doing or trying to do in that week. You know. Um yeah. It just seemed like okay. Well, how can I fix it? Oh, let's let's put in that in there. Can we get that? We we'll put that. We'll put that in there. We'll try that. We'll try this. We'll try Aristoline and see how that works on there. By the way, I gotta say, there's one guy I want. I I really hope can really stick it to his critics as Aristoline. I, I you know I know the analytics people hate him, which is probably another a good reason why you know on this show we should probably like him. Uh-huh. But <laughs> but uh, honest to God, you know. You look at you look at his play. He always for for years he led the team in block shots, led the team in hits. He was often their best puck, you know, put up. He was often their their leading scorer among their defensemen. This guy was was trying to do everything on a terrible terrible team, and I'm really kind of looking forward to see what he can do on a not so terrible team. Because the Flyers, you know, listen, the talent is obviously there. Last season, yeah, was it was a shitty year. They had the COVID. The COVID outbreak didn't help either. Losing that through that nearly three weeks, that that really threw through, you know, kind of threw them back. Um, so, you know, the talent is definitely there. And if the goaltending gets better, if Carter Hart gets back on 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 track, yeah, they they could be a playoff team this year. But uh, I really, really am looking forward to seeing how he plays. With with you know on a better team with better teammates, because I, I that's a guy I would really love to see you know have a have have a season that's a fuck you to his critics, to be blunt. Oh yeah, it would be good. It would be great. Everyone would love it. Yeah. Well, it just seems like everybody. Like, it just seems like they pile on to this guy. You know what I mean? Like he's just a you know a whipping boy of the analytics gods, and it's just like, well, geez, okay. Listen, as I said again, analytics, yes, has this spot in the toolbox, but it just seems like with the analytics people, whenever they jump on somebody, either they think that he's great or they think he's the shits. A lot of times they're wrong. So what? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Amazing. I know. Shocking, isn't I, it? I always miss those mundane details. Mm. <laughs> like a decimal yeah. point. What else we got here? Oh, yeah, the uh, the captain of the Canadian team saying, oh, our team's got to do something this year. Bo Horvat and Matthew Kachuk um, just be like echoing, parroting the same thing. Yeah, of course your team needs to do something. They were terrible last year. Yeah. Um, you got to do that in this. Uh, dog days kind of over now. We're about what a week, two weeks away from camp. Two weeks away from camp, my friends. Everyone's everyone's getting ready. What's the uh, what's the what's the person that's still out there in the free agent market? You're surprised is still out there. Hmm. And and, and and what and what center yep. what center do you think that uh, the Canadians will bungle you? <laughs> well, in free agency, there you know, there's really only Eric Stahl and Tyler Bozak that's really left. The pickings are pretty damn slim. Um, I'm I'm really not surprised uh, with the names that are left out there because a lot of them are guys that are you know in a lot of cases like Stahl, well past their their prime now. Um, yeah, I, I you know 
there were like guys like you know guys like Palmieri and Parise were still there, but of course we all knew that you know yeah that yeah they're they're listed as available, but they're not. Everybody knew that the Islanders had signed them, so they're yeah the pickings are pretty damn slim right now. Let's face it, all the best talent is always all the best talent get uh, snapped up in the first week, and that's it. So be looking at some guys that we go on the Jack Johnson route and trying to get professional try to. Can I say Shut by the way, down. Jack Johnson? How many lives does this guy have? I don't know. Good God. (laughs) I figured he was done after he couldn't stick with the Rangers this season. I figured that's it. He's done, and he's getting a tryout with the Avalanche. It's it's the pity marker of this. You figure? I think. You know, I think he's... Feeling sorry for the guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, your parents kind of screwed you, and then they high expectations because Sidney Crosby praised you, and... But he's getting, uh, but he's still earning 1.3 million a season from that uh, buyout from the Penguins for the next what is it, five years? Yeah, but still, man. That's what do you mean? But still, could you not live off 1.3 million dollars a year for the next five? For the next five, <laughs> I know it's a little tight. How much? It's going to be hard to keep your red status with <laughs> only 1.3 million dollars a year. Hey, listen, here's the listen. First off, it's signature status. Oh my! Yeah, oh, I'm He's sorry. He's above red status, Mark. Ooh, went up another level. What? Like, that was my birthday. I got the other level, man. Where you been? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, Jack Johnson. It's uh, 1.16 million for this year. Oh. Uh, 1.9 million next season, and then it drops to 916,000 uh, uh, change uh, for the following three years. Uh, basically, basically, it still averages out to 1.3. Uh, under a million? What are you going to do with that? I yeah. am. God damn, man. Like, how's the guy going to eat? Yeah. Damn. No, I am part of the 1%. And I can't take a crap for less than 500K. <laughs> the 1% <laughs> because of what? The water, the water I use from the bidet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have I have to just go. I can't live one point one point one six. Come on, I got beach houses to buy, sir. I have property to go. <laughs> I can't live off of that. Five years of that. Come on, especially when it dips under a million. Well, well then, well then, buy those goddamn apartments above Funland in Ocean City. And well, those how the hell, crap, how crap. the hell are you going to be able to afford genuine imported Russian caviar? Yeah. Have you seen the prices of that lately? For my body. <laughs> Good God. Dip that caviar. Just dip my balls in it. Well, so the so, and see the Lyle. The problem is the bidet water is just straight Avion. He has to he has to I, pour Avion, and it's not the it's I, not the it's it's it has to be the bubbly Avion, or else he can't get clean enough. Yeah, because yeah, that, that helps with the cleaning. It's the, I mean, the scrubbing you, bubbles, you, Mark. You, you know yeah, that. Scrubbing <laughs> bubbles. You, so. A taint's not clean unless it's scrubbly bubble clean. Exactly. So it gets a little expensive. It's an expensive bidet because it has to fill it. days that, that put air into it to help out? Because that oh, sounds like a yeah. great idea. Yeah, you know, they, they have they have ones that dry your bum. There are, there are the No, deluxe. no, no. He's talking about air bubbles. Like oh, uh, I'm seltzer talking water. About, I'm talking about seltzer water up the, up the bum. <laughs> oh, sure you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, you need the you need the the whale skin hubcaps for your car and the yeah. baby seal eyes for your headlights. <laughs> no. Yeah, whale all leather cow interior. Yes. I, I why would I why would I dip the whale skin too? It's shark skin or nothing, baby. <laughs> I got I got to make sure I can only brush it one way because if I go in reverse, I just skeeve myself out. 
I I can't I can't fathom in a world where I have to make one point one six one point one six yeah one point one six and what you're and so what? wealthy you're so wealthy you can afford a mock up of a one bedroom apartment for Listen, your backdrop sir I am yeah. I am slumming Lyle you think this is the only property I have no this is I the only property I know I well, we've, we've only ever seen this room. Exactly. I know. Exactly. And we could have an entire wing or, or an entire mansion behind the this room. Might actually the just be people. this room. How he had a he had a room built just so he could do the show. Not the, not saying not saying nothing, guys. Just saying this is a really good green screen. Yeah. And I'll just That's leave a fabulous that. green screen. I'll just because leave it. Because you didn't want to be ostentatious. I get it. Yeah. No. Austin no. Matthews. Ostentatious three yes. sixteen says, "I just bought your ass." Yes. There you it know. is. <laughs> Ostentatious 316. Yes, I love it. And I just just clank clank two things of champagne together, and away I go. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, 1.16. This has been the latest episode of How Wealthy Is Scotty? 1.16. Jesus. Tonight on the Face Off Hockey Show. Why would I be slumming it like that? Jesus. <laughs> it's like you have no respect for me or this show in, in proximity. 1.16. Yeah. Yeah. Hand. You're saving money on haircuts, though, so that's good. Yeah, I know. Got a barber in house. <laughs> he does it for like twenty bucks a month. It's fantastic. <laughs> Pretty sure you can get Bruce the barbecue beefcake just to live in your house for a little bit. He's not doing anything. He's done it for with Hogan for years, so I assume it's fine. <laughs> you know, man, can't believe it. Virgil probably is doing not doing anything. We can probably get him in here. <laughs> Actually, you know, it probably costs like an arm and a leg to get Virgil to do the show because he he just pays like you have to pay for everything with him. That's right. I mean, yeah. and then all he's going to do is just sit there and not say anything, which was his whole shtick as a wrestler. So great, he's great in that role with uh, Ted DiBiase. <clears throat> it was the best part about him. Mm. Um, any odds and ends, Lyle, that we need to tie up on? I think we got it all covered, guys. All right. Covered like a Jimmy hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to let's get to, let's get to let's fucking what are we fucking doing here? What kind of people are we? We're not doing this. It is time to go ahead and just think back. Think back of a time, simpler time. Say 1997. Think back to that time. Um, you know, Clinton's Clinton's in office. It's getting blowy left and right. It's a great time. Great time to be alive as an American. Uh, also a great time to be at the Greensboro Coliseum as your Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes meet for the first time the Montreal Canadiens. Oh! November 19th, 1997, ah. before the deadline, we're going Hurricanes, we're going Canadian. What you got for us? We'll start off with Mark with a C. Montreal, 1997. I'm going to go with Alexei Yashin. Damn it. It's too early. Alexei Yashin never played for the... Uh, played for the <laughs> Canadian, yeah. Yep. So that is... What? Who am I thinking, thinking of? You're thinking of the Senators, my friend. I'm yeah. thinking... No, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of Arby's. Else. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good pick, though. Yeah. Great pick. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Great get pick. the ball. Get the ball rolling. I gotta get the Family Feud vibe going, or else I'm gonna lose confidence. Yeah. Alexei, huh? 
Alexiushian. Johnny, top 18 answers on the board. <laughs> Trevor Kid. Oh, that's a good one, but it's not Ooh. there. Uh, uh, those checkerboard pads were the greatest. Oh, they were. They were. Uh, Lyle, what you got for us? Um, Jocelyn Thibault. Jocelyn Thibault in Nine et le Bou. Jocelyn Thibault is on the board. Okay. Yeah, that was French. Uh, Mark, in back DST. to you. Uh, <laughs> 97. The first year the Hurricanes were in North Carolina. If that helps. Arthur's Urbe. Ooh, sorry. Dang. About a year or two later, I think, he would be there. Uh, Johnny. Um, Brendan Shanahan. Ooh, sorry. No Brendan Shanahan. He was with the Red Wings at the time. Hurricanes actually won this game 2-1. to one. Hmm. Gripping, gripping. Yeah, Montreal wasn't that good back then. Yeah. They're not well, very good. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Uh, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to stick with the Habs on this one. I don't know very many Hurricanes from back then. Um, Patrice Brisebois? Patrice Brisebois on the board. Nice. Well, so picking this up. Saku Koivu. On the board. Well Good done, one. sir. Johnny. <clears throat> um... Rod Brendamore. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of way early for Rod the ball. I thought, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it yeah. could have been in that area, but a little close. I think it was the following year he got traded to. Yeah, uh, yeah he got traded to Carolina. Uh, to Lyle. Brian Savage. Oh, Savage baby, there you go on the board. Only goal for the Canadians this night. Mister October. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He really was. Yeah. Mark, excuse me, Jeff Sanderson. Ooh. Jeff Sanderson on that board. Nice, Good job. nice. You figure you found the right one with a G. <laughs> yeah, with a G. G Hoff. Uh, Johnny. Um, no, I don't think he played there. Hmm. Uh, Pete Peters. Nope, no Pete Peters. Did, did not you catch play. a massive fish though? This he week? did. Yeah, that was a massive fish. Holy shit! I saw that. I'm like, oh my! I saw that on the box. I'm like, oh no. Uh, Lyle. Okay, I'm actually gonna take a stab here at one of the hur- one oh. of the hurricanes. Uh, because Mark saying Jeff Sanderson that reminded me of Sammy Kapanen. Sammy Kapanen on the board. Oh. Done. Yes. To Mark, what did what did Lyle trigger for you, Mark? Uh, nothing. But I'm gonna say Andrew Burnett. Andrew Burnett, sorry, not Damn. here on the board. I, I, I picked the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, you did. Picked the wrong one. Uh, Johnny. I've, I've lost everything. Um, <laughs> Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. <laughs> uh, Kyle Kale. Ooh, Hal Gill, not on the board, but you get a half a point for naming a boat. 
Why? <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to try Andrew Castles. Andrew Castles, sorry. Oh. Okay, all right. Neither oh. Andrew was there. Neither, no, Andrew. That was the one you were thinking, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the uh, it's like the uh, that I dream of genie, Dick Sargent or Dick York. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and Andrew. Okay. They look so much alike. <laughs> Mark. Uh, uh, Phil Housley was probably not on either of these teams ever, but I'm going to go with Phil Housley. Yep, you're correct. Well, they were not on either of these teams. <laughs> ever. Uh, Johnny. Canes. Habs. I will, um, I will give this to Johnny. Johnny, there is some Black Bear sport group ties to both these teams. Mm. Interesting. Um, Mark Recky. There it is. Yay. Lord, not shut out tonight. Yeah, I did something. <laughs> Lyle. Um, Robert Cron. Robert Cron. Robert Cron on the board. He was yes. great on those light cycles. <clears throat> he was. Weird suit though. Uh, weird, weird underwear he wore under the gear, and the helmet itself was kind of decked out really odd as well. Uh, Mark, Andre Markov. Ooh, a little early. Early for him, yeah. Really good guess. A little early, good guess. Yeah. Johnny. Um. Ninety-seven Habs. Eric Cole. Ooh, not there, but good guess. Hmm. I got one person. There you go. Niall? Shane Corson? Shane Corson's on the board. Mark? I know it's probably too early for Justin Williams, but I'm going to say Justin Williams. Yep, you were right. It is too early for Justin Williams. But, yeah. I appreciate, that. I appreciate how Mark knows mm-hmm. that the person's not on either of these teams, but still guesses it, and then so that keep, he can hear keep, that he's right. Keeps yeah. the game moving along. It right? and, and it's, it's like the guy who hits a hits a tee shot right, like right off, right when he hits, he's like, ah, it's shank. Ah, he puts I, another I, ball down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing this again. Uh, uh, Johnny. Um, Kevin Weeks. Sorry, not Kevin Ooh. Weeks. He was with the Panthers organization at that point. Weeksy. Lyle. Stefan Kintel. Stefan Kintel on the board. There we go. Mark. Mike Liute. No, but you get the half point for Mike Liute drop. <laughs> That's going for us. Uh, Johnny. Um, Vincent Danfus. Vinny Danfus on the board. Nice. That was his last season in Montreal, too. Yeah. Lyle. Uh, Valerie Bure. Valerie Burry on the board. Here we go. We're starting to rally. Mark, uh, keep it going, baby. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rally late, baby. Here we go. Come on now. That's uh, what they say in Carolina. Yeah. Steve Steos. Hey, Steve. No, sorry. Not Damn. that. I thought of him, too. Yeah. Johnny. Um, Got two on the night. Oh, man, got past the loneliest number. It's true. 
You just don't put this number. Uh, I don't know who the Hurricanes goalie is going to be. Maybe think Whalers so, goalies. I know that's what I was trying. Uh, that's what. That's why I went with Pete Peters and Mark took Lute. Um, I don't know any other Whalers goalies. Mm. Bob Senza. Oh, good Bob Senza drop. Not there though. No, he was a yeah, Jets goalie. Yeah, you get you get the extra the extra half point for the uh, miniature, miniature golf drop because there is a miniature golf statue of Baba Senza in Winnipeg that you can shoot through his five hole to get to the hole. Uh, <laughs> so, there you go, Lyle. Benoit Brunet. Benoit Brunet played two minutes and ten seconds, but it was worth. <laughs> uh, Mark. Gilbert Brulee. Oh, uh, not there, but I like the double brulees. I think he was in peewee hockey then. Yep. <laughs> he was playing at the Quebec International <laughs> Tournament. Yeah. yeah. He was probably at the peewee tournament. Yeah. yeah. John, go for another brulee. Creme brulee. There it Creme is. Is. Sadly the not win. there, but we would have loved it. Yeah. You'd have been on fire if you'd have got that. Dessert ah. ah. jokes. I would say <laughs> words. <Yeah. laughs> oh, no, he was. So, uh, Gilbert Brulé was actually playing in, uh, in Pee Wee's in 2001. So, <laughs> the Pee Wee tournament in 2001, but not 97, sadly. Damn. Damn. I think it's Lyle's turn. Yeah. Uh, Steve Chason? R.I.P. Steve Chason. Yeah. Lord. Uh, Mark. Are we really coming back to me again? Oh, yeah, she's yep. Louise. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was just yeah. trying to make a dessert joke. It's, it is the season. Turn, turn, turn. What? I don't even know who... Ah... <sighs> There had to be a center on this team, right? I don't think yeah, we've no, named by, any centers. By the law of averages, there had to be a center. On- <laughs> I don't think we've named any of the There's Carolina Hurricanes centers. Yeah, there. you did. You named Saku Koivu. No, the Hurricane centers. Oh, okay. my bad. Sorry. Oh. oh. <laughs> so I think you're correct, Mark. I don't think any Ooh, Ron Francis. Sorry. Damn it. Not there. I think it was the tail end of Pittsburgh by that point. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I think he was the captain after Lemieux retired the first time and then Yager was injured or some shits. Uh, to John. Um, Mark Ricci. Nope, no Mark Ricci. I that's the right person. No, 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 you just, you mixed up Mike Ricci and Mark Recchi. Mike Ricci. Yeah. We already said Mark Recchi prior as well, so we would (laughs) have. Yeah. Just adding more people to it. Yep, just add, just add another one. Lyle? Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> um, damn. Oh, uh, Lyle Odeline. Lyle Odeline? Uh, not there. Uh, I didn't sure. think so. He was in New Jersey by then. Yeah. Or last call starting with Mark. Yep. I'm going to go with uh, Skip Maternison. Skip Maternison. Oh no, sorry. He was so in, close. So yeah. close. Mm. I think so he was in the minors. Close. I think he was in the minors in St. Oh, okay. That's he was in the, 
That's so funny because I thought I heard I thought you just said he, I think he was selling recliners. <laughs> Very well could have been. Could have been That's as well. You had to make I that heard. on the side. Minor league hockey didn't pay much. Uh Johnny, your last pick. Um I still don't know who the goalies could be. So we already got one goalie. So Yeah, I know. Um so uh, Eric Stahl. Sorry, just a little early for that. He could have been in the Pee Wee tournament. I named a center. Uh, yes, you did. Uh, you get the final bonus half point for center naming. Yeah, for a centerman. That was the uh, the, the gimmick on this one. Uh, Lyle, what do you got for us for your last call? Shot in the dark, Dave Manson. Dave Manson on the board. He was a- oh, yeah. Oh. Lyle always does well to end with a person yep. on the board. Lyle finishes uh, very, very well. Let's talk about this roster here. So for the Canadians, Breezewald, Brunei, Bure were mentioned. Mark Bureau also on this team. Brent mm. Clark, Corson, Damfus, Koivu were mentioned. Vladimir Malakoff was not. Oh, shit. Uh, Manson was mentioned. Peter Popovic. Uh, can tell Recky were mentioned. Craig Reve in this game. Bart Rashinsky. Savage was mentioned. Scott Thornton was not. Darcy Tucker was not. And Jocelyn Tebow was a net. For the Hurricanes, Jeff Brown, Adam Burt, Chason was mentioned. Kevin Dedean on this team. Ooh. Nelson Emerson, Stu Grimson, Kevin Holler, uh, Kapanen and Cron were mentioned. Former Washington Capitals, Stephen Leach on the board. Curtis Lecision. <laughs> Kent Manderville, which I think who Mark meant instead of Skip, whatever the hell he said. <laughs> Skip Maternerson. Skip Maternerson. Yep, I think that's you just mixed them up. Jeff O'Neill, O-Dog. Oh, um, the O-Dog. Keith, Keith Primu on this team. Paul Ranheim, Stephen Rice, Sanderson was mentioned, Glenn Wesley, and Annette, Sean Burke. Sean uh, Burke. Sean Burke. forgot about him. Two uh, very mediocre <laughs> rosters. Yeah. Very, very. At this time, the Canadians were twelve or fourteen and six going into this game, ripping yeah. up the division. Oh yeah, and early, early, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Lyle, it's been uh, fun having you back. It's great to be back, guys. Uh, and we will talk next week as we get one week closer. It's been, uh, and then we're good to go. All righty. Thanks, buddy. Okay, talk to you next week. I got some uh, YouTube to catch up on. Okay. <laughs> Get a leg up on the guys. file and refinance your dreams. There he goes. Law Richardson, SpectresHockey.net, at Spectres Hockey. On the Twitter, Johnny, some shout outs. Um, yeah, shout out hockey coming back. Uh, especially hockey. like real games starting in like a week. Holy crap. Yep. Uh, so yeah, shout out, shout out three Black Bears jerseys. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting this year, this season. And uh, I will, uh, I'll shout out uh, tiny WWE uh, t-shirts right. that are uh, on their way. Oh boy, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mark. I'll give a shout out to Doomsday Hound the Stout. Oh. Did you release from, it? From New Realm. Yes. It is Beautiful. now in my belly. 
did you use the, the the device, the doomsday device? Yes. Where you to put, release the hound. You put you put the beer on top of your shoulders and somebody else clotheslines it. Oh yes, yep, mm-hmm. that's what we did. That's what we did. It went straight into my glass. Nice. Yeah. Brittany trick helped shots. me. Take trick shots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Shout out to sleep. Mm. I haven't uh, had a lot of that recently, but then again, when do I? So. True. Um, also, a tornado came through Pasadena today. That was fun. You didn't hear about that, Scotty? I'm guessing you didn't heard, hear about that. I heard that. Annapolis. I heard, pa- I heard West Baltimore. Yeah, it went straight through like Lakeshore and oh, Arnold. Wow. Where roughly where, although you were west of it, John. But uh, yeah, good straight through Lakeshore and Revere Beach. And yeah, How everything's they- good, though. All, all is well from what I understand. But yeah, Annapolis got hit as well. Yeah, Neptown worldwide. So that wasn't a shout out to the tornado, by the way. Just, just... Shout out to their tornado. <laughs> Not that you have anything against them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Shout out Carrie Von Eric, Texas Tornado. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, that's all I got. All right. Shout out Zubaz. Um two pair ready to wear. Just need to hem up the legs and we are good to go on that, baby. You got two pair? Got two pair. Red and white and then Carolina blue and black. So looking sharp, baby. Uh sh- shout out Chick Fila. Shout out, not doing anything for under 1.2 mil. <laughs> you know how we roll. Um, yeah, there's not really much else, I don't think. There's not much going on. Shout out, like Johnny said, shout out to hockey starting back up here soon. Uh, going to Blaine here in a couple weeks. That's going to be a hoot and a holler. So, covering the Black Bears for the team. It's going to be fun. Yeah, good times, great memories. That's it. That's all. For Johnny P, Mark with the CM, Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show. On the Face of Hockey Show Media Faction, a lot of places you can get us on the podcast. You can get us on the Apple, the iTunes, the Spreaker, the Stitcher. Uh, Apple and iTunes are the same things. So I don't know why I said that there. Google, uh, iHeart, Spotify, all the places you can get podcasts. That's where you can get us. Uh, the, uh, t- the social media is at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Patreon.com slash Face Hockey Show. Get us there. Get us some cash. Get us some money so we can put more back into the show and give you some more stuff right there. So that's it. That's all. Until we talk to you again in uh, seven days' time. Peace.